survivors have more to fear than survival itself. Welcome to edition three of the Lost Initiative from Sky One. I'm Ian Lee, and over the next half an hour, we'll be taking a scarily close look at episode three, Further Instructions, where we see the hefty themes of faith, deception, and redemption, and also lock hallucinating dead people. I'm joined, as always, by Geeky Tom. Hello, sir. Hello. Uh, and Paul Terry, the editor of the official Lost magazine for Europe. You can email us with your comments at lost at skyone.co.uk. This is the official download show for UK fans of Lost. Previously on Lost. Each one of us was brought here for a reason. And who brought us here, John? The island. It's destiny. You and your partner will observe a psychological experiment in progress. Your duty is to observe team members in another station on the island. These team members are not aware that they are under surveillance or that they are the subjects of an experiment. Every single second of my pathetic little life is as useless as that button! As long as we push it, we'll never be free! You're so sure it's not real. And just stop pushing the button! Well, I have, except, unfortunately, Someone else decided to start. Tomorrow, we're going to find out what happens if that button doesn't get pushed. The Lost Initiative with Ian Lee. Okay, now, a fantastic episode. Series 1 starts with Jack lying on the floor, a similar way that we see Locke, and Jack becomes the, sort of the leader. Is this setting up Locke to be the leader, do you think, of, of the survivors in this episode? Yeah, he seems to be, uh, especially by the end, and they seem to be responding uh, very well to his uh, yeah. his speech and leadership. Uh, and, of course, the brilliant bit where Echo's Jesus stick smacks him on the head, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, do you see, you spotted something, like that, didn't you, Tom, on the uh, inscription on the, on the stick? Lift your eyes and look north. That's the one. Uh, uh, could these be the further instructions that the title possibly refers to do you think I don't know it's, it's it's a bit unclear it's you know look north he didn't really kind of follow the instructions on the stick to find Echo or anything so did, did he look at it I don't think he Locke didn't, actually, he didn't even look at it did he, he, sort of went, he, he dodged it and went oh and then picked it up and then uh, yeah he didn't go oh yeah look it says all this on the stick he just went oh yes maybe it's more the dream stuff maybe that's the instructions yeah. it could, I think it's I think it's Boone is uh, Boone. dead Boone yeah. who's, who's more than happy to get uh, another half a day's work uh, <laughs> now we get <laughs> we get Locke's flashback it starts off with him picking up Eddie hitchhiker uh, it takes him to a commune he lives on what's that that Eddie is our sweat lodge a what anybody who wants can go in there and light a fire and get it nice and hot meditate then what? And then you're supposed to figure out what to do with your life, you know, what, what direction to take. Go on in there and figure out if you're a, a farmer or a hunter. 
So which are you, John? Yeah. Wh- what's that all about? That's a little twist in the tale, isn't it? Well, not really a twist. I, I quite like the whole happy-go-lucky lock finds his place in the world at a uh, rather friendly kind of hippie commune. Yes, it's yeah. hippie, hippie lock. Exactly. I, I, I'm surprised by it because we've seen Locke, you know, wanting to be a, a man of the, the jungle and stuff like that. We've seen Locke making boxes, whatever it is yeah. he does. We've seen Locke broken-hearted. But hippie Locke living on a commune where they make marijuana. But I think, yeah, we needed to see that, didn't we? Because otherwise, if you think yeah. about season one and two, we've seen all the kind of, you know, the kidney operation with his, mm. his dad and, and the shooting clay pigeons and things. And I think we needed to see yeah. hippie Locke in the past to, to make hippie lock on the island make it's quite nice interesting connection. working yeah. out how it all fits together in the yeah. timeline all the different you know you can probably judge it by the length of Locke's hair yeah where it is you know relative to okay. the path so. the plane crash took place 2004 is that, yeah. that's right where do you think the flashback scene takes place then on the timeline the very first one we see where he gets his kidney stolen he's got a, a fair amount of hair on his head mm. he's got a nice comb over isn't yeah. it yeah. so that's definitely kind of the first bit we see of Locke then it kind of goes forward and he's I think we get to the hippie commune Locke yeah answer the question then what is the year what was the year I don't I'm not a psychic I don't know I'm just trying to put it in order for you so you can understand maybe like I don't there are some clues in the episode that hint at it mid, mid to sort of the band 90s 95s but what it is what I think is because Eddie who is it turns out is a, a copper the hitchhiker is a copper he's brilliant he's, he's not been in the police for very long has he they say that in the episode mm. yeah he's fresh a, from the fresh uh, from the thing and the date on his sheriff's license is Ooh, 1994 go. ladies and gentlemen yeah. Yeah. so we're going to talk about 95 uh, 94 95 yeah something like that so that kind of gives us a date which is quite nice quite surprising though when he turns out to be a policeman were you expecting that Paul. No, 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 I, no, I loved it, and I, I think as an actor, it was a great moment because he was all sort of lovely, friendly, lady. And then when the gun turns him, he just drops. He becomes really yeah. like his presence in the in the forest is really sort of you think strong, he's, yeah, very control, yeah, very innocent, very you know, he doesn't really understand what's going on. He just wants to kind of join the family, but then suddenly it all drops. All yeah. the facade, and he's. It reminded me a bit like of Rob Patrick when he says. Drop the gun, John. Mm. You know, in Terminator 2, we're like, little guy, but loads of presents. I was, I was quite scared. Well, you, you're talking about but when uh, Mike and Jan are furious that Locke has, has muffed up and brought a policeman into the commune, and Locke says, don't worry, I can sort this out by killing him. Yeah. He doesn't know. Let's have a listen. The psych profile said you would be amenable for coercion. Uh, amenable for coercion. Hey. Lower the gun, John. Okay? This isn't personal. What's not personal? <laughs> stop, stop. I'm sorry, John, but you're not going to shoot me. You're not a murderer. You're a good man. You're a farmer. Nope. Not a farmer. I was a hunter. I'm a hunter. I'm going to walk away now, John. So Locke bottles it. Kind of similar to the scene uh, with Son and Colleen in episode two of series three, uh, where Colleen says, I know you, Son, you're not a killer, you're not going to shoot me. Uh, but she does shoot her. Yeah, Lock well, bottles it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> see Tom, like, he's like ready to pounce on Son, I, you are evil. I just love the way how wrong she got it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have it. Yeah, you, you obviously know so much about all these people. Mm. You got that wrong, didn't you? That backfired. I'm surprised that Lock didn't shoot him, though. I thought Lock was going to. I didn't. Pull the trigger. No, I didn't. I don't. You don't. Locke isn't that. He's not a murderer. He's a, he's a farmer, not a hunter. Well, he yeah. did the whole sort of you know emotional manipulation. He was saying, "You're a good man. You're a good man, John," and then yeah. walked away. Like, 
He just says he's a good guy. He's not going to shoot him. It's his face. It's too innocent. He couldn't kill her. What do you think happens next? This is what. This is the thing with this flashback. Because I just want to know what the very next thing is. Do they all go to prison? Does Locke do a runner and disappear? And is this leading up to Locke becoming crippled? Well, this thing. This is what we need to find out. And I think that they have guns, don't they? They have a lot of guns. Yeah, and also they're working up towards say the timeline sort of bringing us through mm. mid-90s maybe the next one will be 2000 or 1999 but I've been watching the first few episodes of series 1 again and in the scene where we find out that Locke is in a wheelchair he says he's had the condition for 4 years and he uses the word condition and 4 years oh perfect how are you maybe it's like millennial you're thing you're turning really Gooder. really geeky aren't you yeah I'm good I've, I've seen what how it works for you and I, <laughs> I want a piece of that pie a uh, little bit of trivia as well even for geek fans Eddie's employee number on his sheriff's licence is 84023 it's all there it's all there you it's see all there. Number, the numbers <laughs> also, of course they're always they're always on the sheriff badges always yes now the trippy dream sequence I'm not a fan of drug sequences I'm not a fan of dream sequences I think generally they're awful this is brilliant though absolute genius I was loving every second watched it three times now that's how much I like it what is the stuff he's what? taking and where do we get that from I know Does yeah I, I, I'm gonna go and make a hut I think when I get back home mm. with a fire and try and recreate some of that brown sludge that he made out of the forest. It's the same stuff he uses on, on Boone in yeah, Series 1, isn't that's, it? that's what's really cool. There's like a little, a few nods back towards the earlier mm. seasons and the earlier episodes. And Good to see Boone, I suppose. I think it was a nice way of sort of almost, you know, he says, oh, I was a sacrifice on the demand of John. Don't worry about it, because, you know, John's Johnny had be a... a bit annoyed, you know. Maybe I wasn't a sacrifice, John. Maybe you got it wrong. You know. I think I think ghosts and spirits and the dead are going to be an important theme in uh, yeah. the show. But then, but then you know, Tom's sort of the science angle. How, how did you feel about that? If you love the, the dream sequence, you don't know. There's, you know, mate, it's just hallucination. Isn't Things it? like manipulation of it's, some kind, or no, know, just well, hallucination but, from but, taking a large amount of drugs. No, but it's not though. It's not. It's more than that. It's a spiritual connection with something because we're getting the answers from that hallucination. I think all of the answers to the show are in that hallucination. For example, we know that Echo is suffering and is in trouble through that hallucination so that's a connection with something isn't it? Well it's maybe his you know he knows that Echo's disappeared he knows that he should probably go look for him because he's seen everybody else You can't talk your way out of this okay <laughs> I'm going to try no, to Okay we'll go through it bit by bit and, right. and we'll analyse the hallucination when he sees Claire, Charlie and Aaron yeah. uh, they're fine for a while yeah. they're fine they're for a while They're always fine when have Charlie and you know they're back to season one they've had their uh, bit of trouble so okay. he knows that they'll be alright Okay Saeed, Sun and Jin and Boone says I think I think Saeed's got it. Saeed is a trained military torturer. He can handle okay. anybody. Okay, you're doing so well so far. Good. Good. I, feel, I feel like I'm reffing it. He's going to stumble on this uh, one, Paul. Here we go. Equal, equal okay, Geeky Tom. When they see Kate, Sawyer and Jack, there's nothing you can do for them. Not yet. Yeah, but... He doesn't know what's happened to Kate, Sawyer and Jack at that point. Oh! Checkmate. Punch to the face. <laughs> in in the, the one last thing for the, for the uh, hallucination, Ben is the security guard who's controlling people who get on the plane. Is it significant? Um, is this a suggestion that maybe he controls the security system of the island? I the think black I, yeah, that's what I got from it. I love the fact that he looks really smug and he's, he's wanding... Jack, isn't he? That's, is that, mm. they, do you describe it as a wanding uh, motion? I think, yes. You, you can call can it you wand someone? Yes. Well, you mm. can now. Tom's been it, trying yeah. to wand me all week, and yeah. I've had <laughs> I've had none of it. Uh, and the metal detectors make the same beep as the... Uh, yeah, the button. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Nice yeah. to meet you. Okay, I think we've got a caller on the line. Joe, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. Hello, Joe. How's it going? It's good. I'm good, thanks. Yeah. So, what do you make of uh, the episode? I loved it. Mm. M- mostly because I got to see Desmond again. It was the best character on the show. Do you know what I was saying? This, uh, the start of Series 1, I hated Desmond. By the end, I thought he was brilliant. And now I just I just think I'm falling in love with him. Oh, you can't, can't get enough of him. Now, Joe, what did you make about Locke's weird V? 
visions, man. It was very good. I like seeing Boom back again. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't particularly like him as a character, mm. but for for one or two scenes, that's fine. Mm. And uh, I loved the uh, airport. It was kind of good, I, d- Tom. I couldn't help notice that you were laughing when the crippled lock is crawling up the escalator. <laughs> you were you were wetting yourself. It was right? harsh, man. It just looked a bit funny. That's all. It's just kind of you know he's waiting there, lying down on the escalator. To be... That's how some people get around. That's not funny. Uh, oh no, I want to get in trouble over that now. Yes, you are, <laughs> Joe. Do you do you think that we are basically getting the answers to the series in that hallucination? Um, I think we're getting um, kind of what might be to come. Mm. When he saw Charlie and Claire, they said they'll be fine for a while. Yep, for a while. Yep. Very nice. So hopefully Charlie's going to die soon. Or, we, well, you know, what, what does that mean? <laughs> we we keep talking about that phrase, like, what is it, they'll be all right for a while. But, yeah, what, is, what do we think that's going to mean? What do you think it means, Joe? Ooh. About the baby? Yeah, maybe, maybe those two as a couple, that those two, they're going to be getting along fine for a while, but... Mm. Someone or something's going to get in between them in a well, maybe a couple of episodes' time. Because Tom isn't convinced that it's uh, in any way a prediction or a connection with the island. He just thinks it's just words and doesn't mean well, it, anything. It must be because Locke doesn't know at this point that Jack can't sorrow with uh, Ben or Henry Gale. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you smug little. <laughs> Is this a setup? Yeah. <laughs> Is it a pre- uh, pre- and, and Joe, very quickly, what about Desmond? Forget it. He's helping himself. That really, really confused me. I did. Yeah, I, I didn't Ooh. really understand that. He's obviously been through something after the uh, hatch yeah. imploded. It's just a case of what. And how does, I think how would Boone be very I mean, okay, Boone's dead, but how would he? How would he be able to supply information on Desmond? Because he's a spirit that's well, part they, of the, the oh, island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, no, I'm just, it's, um, when it, when that's the most intriguing the point. Before, it's, it's that word. I've seen it analysed on some websites. These are the whispers, yeah. Possibly that, yeah, that you can hear Boone's voice in there when Shannon dies. Wow, really? And maybe the the people that die on the island are people that have died in connection to these people. Mm. Oh, I love that. That's, and that's a good whisper thing. The whispers and. The whispers might not be the others. It might be people that are watching them. Joe, listen, anything else before we go? Just a couple of quick facts. The, I saw on Echo's Jesus stick with the numbers 4, 8, 15, 16. Right, good one. Um, also, there's um, a Bible story that relates to um, Lot going mute. Uh-oh. Um, sorry, sorry about the man called Zachariah, and he got a message from an angel that he was going to have a son, and he didn't believe it, and he was struck dumb. And uh, he only spoke again when his faith was renewed, and he named his son when it was born, John. Oh, come on. I was wondering where we were going with that. Joe, listen, thank you very much for that. All right, thanks a lot. Take care, bye-bye. Now, if you'd like to join us on the line, all you've got to do is send an email with your phone number and some bits and pieces about yourself to lost at sky1.co.uk. Now, the island is is a a significant thing in this, and I think that maybe we lost this a bit in Series 2, and it's coming back in Series 3, that the island is potentially a character. Yeah, I, I think I love the fact that this episode there's it presents loads of things that you can't actually try and explain completely. Sorry, but completely scientifically. There's no, <laughs> no, you know, because there's going to be things which you'd agree there are some things which are yeah, contentious right. with all that. Right, you, can, right, you know, right. and in th- in the way that Echo is lying there, then he sort of seems to speak to John, but then he doesn't. And was that did that really happen, or was mm. that hallucination, or was that the island doing something? So I like the fact that the kind of weird element to the yeah. show is definitely coming right back up. There is a chance from that the, 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 the when Echo speaking, it's uh, John is uh, still tripping his nuts off. Possibly that's possible, or it is the island speaking through him and speaking through the spirit of Boo. Why yeah. does it have to be the island? Maybe it's another group of people that... No, it could be that, yeah. It's, it's just the fact that it's something we can't yeah. get a grip on. It's something that we don't understand, well, which is cool. John... I really, yeah, I really do think there's two groups of people and they're pitting... John thinks it's the island. Have a listen to this. Wait, where are you guys going? The island told Locke he has to save Echo. Save him from what? Well, apparently, a bear's got him. He's just made an active kill. You may want to hustle. Bear? What bear? Quite a bit of Charlie action 
in the show. <laughs> Why does Locke choose Charlie to help him when Charlie says, I don't like you? No, I can't stand you, Locke. I think that's brilliant because it's, it's, it's Locke and, and Charlie having that whole like father figure, son connection thing. And, and it's, it's, it's John finding his way back to how he was when he first knew Charlie as well. Mm. He always had that quality with Charlie and I like the way that he goes he doesn't sort of go no stay there with, with Claire and the comfortable because Charlie in series 2 kind of got evil and you know he, he kidnapped son and all this stuff and that I didn't re- that didn't really work for me the evil Charlie irritating Charlie he does fantastically <laughs> evil Charlie didn't seem to work and it seems that maybe he's coming back to being that nice happy go lucky pop he's star again really pa- patronising though he's kind of all these every comment he comes out of his mouth is a little quirky little sniper lock at the very, at the very beginning okay we have uh, another caller on the line uh, Aiden are you there hello hello Aiden now you uh, d- did you enjoy the episode. I did. I thought it was very good. Not a favourite, but it was all right. It was, it, was, it was all right. It's, I, it was good to see Locke having a bit of action, to be honest. I thought that yeah. was good. Now, what did you make of the stuff that we saw in the polar bear's cave? The polar bear's cave, there, I saw in there, if, if you, you might have seen it, there was a Dharma logo on one of the shirts on, on, on the pile of skeletons. Yes. yes. I was thinking, maybe... Maybe, maybe that's what happened to the original Dharma scientists. Maybe they were massacred by polar bears. Because they're no, no longer in cages, they're rampi- rampaging yeah. about the jungle. Or, or they could have been fed to the polar bears if they've been, you know, been, like been they bad. Were, it could have, they all could have been hiding in that cave, because there's lots of skeletons. And then the <laughs> polar bear could have... That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yeah. They've they run, they they run away from something and then... They get sent in and say, yes, that's, that's... Where else did you spot in there? Didn't spot anything else in the cave. Well, did you not, not spot the, Did you not spot the toy truck? Oh, yeah, or well, the Tonka truck. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I didn't remember what to make of that. <laughs> Did you think I maybe like the order? I, got, yeah. I glossed over it. You can't I, just pile of bones. <laughs> maybe like children have been killed or fed. Well, know, what maybe. did you make of the, the Tonka truck? That obviously would imply some kind of child has been in there. Yeah, I think <laughs> some kind of child. <laughs> what, what kind of? Yeah. Well, some hybrid of bear and child mm. in some horrific. Tom, did you make anything of, of the know. toy? I had a few crazy ideas. Let's let's see if I, one I, of I them. I crazy. Yeah. Um, that the bear may be looking after some lost children. We'll stop there. <laughs> Aiden, anything else for us? I've got a geeky fact. We've got a geeky fact coming. Silence. Silence in court. Sorry, Let's have your sorry. geeky facts, Aidan. Um, Charlie, at the beginning of the episode, when he's talking to Locke, and Locke can't speak, and he's trying to build this sweat lodge, and um, he, he, Charlie can't understand what he's saying. He says, well, you, want, you want to talk to the sand? You want to, you want to, no, no, you want to talk to the trees? Oh, yes, I've heard trees are excellent conversationalists. That was a dig from the writers at him spending most of his time in Lord of the Rings talking to big trees. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, they thought they'd have cool. a bit of a laugh yeah. at his expense. Aidan, listen, thank you very much for that. Thank you, Ian. Take care, bye-bye. The Lost Initiative. Is that the hatch? What's left of it? What happened? Looks like it imploded. We see brilliant shots of the imploded hatch. Yeah, That nice. looks fantastic. Because well, you can't quite see what's happened, which is great. You, you get a glimpse of it, you can see the kind of sides of the hatch well, have all fallen away. You and can kind of see what happened. It imploded, didn't it? It's... <laughs> What it's else fair, could have happened, fair, though? Well, no, but it's a fairly huge thing to have happened. Yeah. What I want, I want to see inside the hatch, because there must be something left. How, How are you going to see inside the hatch? It imploded. It's but there's another door, isn't there? That probably got sucked in as well, didn't it? OK. How did Echo... That's how the... did Locke... How did Desmond <laughs> get out of there? Maybe they got out before it, it, it all imploded. But they didn't. They were in there. How do you know, though? Because I saw it happen. Oh, you didn't. God this almighty. Is this is Karen, going back Karen, to basics, isn't great. it? The thing imploded <laughs> when next. Desmond turned the failsafe key. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it had like a five minute... Oh, shut up. Get you, out. What is wrong with you today? I'm just trying to put different comments out there. Well, Desmond talks about the hatch implosion. Can we listen to him? You know what? So, when you say turn the key, you mean like a key key? That was a, a failsafe key. That seems kind of convenient. 
I'm sorry. I'm just saying, if you had this magic key the whole time, why didn't you, like, use it? I didn't know what would happen. So what did happen? Well, the failsafe key must have detonated the electromagnetic anomaly. Made the hatch implode. But you didn't implode? You're not gonna, like, turn it into the Hulk or something. <laughs> so is that what made the, the blender noise and the sky turn purple? I'm afraid I missed that, brother. Right, you were fail-saving. Or FYI, the whole island vibrated. And Kate and Jack and Sawyer saw it too right before they had bags pulled over their heads. Don't worry. Locke's gonna go after them. He said so in his speech. What? What speech? All he said he was gonna save Echo and kill bears. Right. <laughs> right, of course. I'm sorry, I'm just a, a bit shook up. So Desmond is, is kind of dazed and slightly confused, and he talks about Locke's speech before Locke makes the speech. Yeah, I think that's, that's got to be the biggest thing in the whole episode, surely. I like it. I, I cannot explain it. Tom was explaining to me his theory about what's happened to Desmond earlier on. I may have thought that some kind of time travel could be involved. It, interesting, though, because if he had travelled through time, yeah. he's not there when Locke makes the speech, is he? Well, no, that's the thing. Maybe it's like a from a... He's travelled through time, hasn't he? Uh, do you think that maybe uh, there's a connection between Echo, Locke and Desmond uh, after the implosion? They've gone through something that no-one else has been through. Do you think that maybe somehow they are connected in some way, Paul? Well, the great thing about... I love the way that season two we saw some flashbacks like on the island like the Claire flashback you know as in where her missing time went and Michael's one so mm. I think I hope that series three there's going to be some other kind of flashbacks mm. there's things that we're missing information from like that are we mm. going to see what happened to Echo Locke from their different points of view mm. when that happens so fingers uh, crossed there's been some cool uh, stuff now Locke does save Echo from the polar bear cave and he's got something to say to Locke sorry sorry I ever doubted you sorry I Gave up on my faith in the island. I messed up. Now our people are captured and... If I'd just listened to you, if I'd just let you keep pushing the button, I could have gone with them, protected them. I could have saved them. You can still protect them. And still safe. I don't, I don't even know where they are. You will find them. After all, you are a hunter, John. Uh, uh, now, Echo is unconscious while he's saying this. Is John still tripping his nuts off? Or is it the island speaking through? Or, or oh. did Echo just close his eyes and go back to sleep again? <laughs> That's a possibility. When he, when he was looking away. It's a possibility. Just throw that one out there. But if, but if it is like, if he is hallucinating or it's the island, like either one of those, it's still, there's still things that don't make sense. Like, you know, the whole you're a hunter referencing stuff he's been thinking about all this time. It's like, why would he mention that? Why would he mention about you can find them back? So it's... Well, so, no. he is a hunter, he can trap people, can't he? Yeah, but come on, what are the chances that Echo's going to mention something he's been thinking about this past two hours he's in not his a, mind? He's know? not a hunter, he's a farmer. Oh, he's a, he's a farmer, isn't he? Uh, pe polar bear in the episode. Who's yeah. the, who would have thought we'd have seen the return of the polar bear? Yeah. How many times? We've seen the polar bear uh, in the, a really early episode of well, series one. Well, the, in the pilot, they... It's, is it the, the pilot? The sort of shoots it when it rampages towards him in the pilot, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. And, then, and then we have the, the other one, which attacks Walt when he's in the vines, and then Michael goes down... Mr. Mm. Mike and Locke help him rescue him. And then that one runs away, doesn't it? So 
that's potentially one dead and then another one that's on the rampage wandering around. Now, so if you think about it in the cage, that device has got three different things you have to do. Yeah, you said this the other week about Which it. means there have to be three bears. One to press the thing, one to press that button and the other one to... But why do they have to all be done in sequence? So it's not like, what, bears having a chat, like three amigos? Well, that's a really good point, actually. So another clue that it was the polar bears that were in the cages yeah. of the cage that Sawyer is in. I think that's what they're hinting at with that little... Yeah. Paul's not buying it, are you, Paul? I, uh, I don't know. I just think that that whole Hydra Station thing, there's just... We've only seen one side of it with those two cages. Mm. I think there's just so much more to be... Yeah. We see the introduction of two new characters uh, in this episode, Paolo and Nikki. Uh, I must admit, it sits slightly uncomfortably with me, the introduction of two new losties, you know, apparently Apparently, potentially survivors of the plane that are in the background. Paul, how do you? What are your, your views on okay, this? Okay, well, I want to say about this is, is controversially because of what the fans are saying at the moment. But there are a lot of other survivors yeah. from that crash. Yeah. So, you know, I can't remember the body count now. It's still, there's going to be like 35 other people milling around doing their washing. Rah rah. Mm. And I remember way back when they had the arts. Do you remember when Doctor Arts blew up? Yeah, Doctor Arts. And he was saying that really cool conversation to Hurley, saying, "Oh, you know, we're not in the gang. We don't get to the cool stuff. There are, yeah. other, there are, there are was, other people trying to do stuff." He so was I an think, interesting character, though. Yeah, yeah, but I think what they're trying to do, I mean, what is it? What they got, like 30 seconds of screen time? We've so been far. given two generic Hollywood actors, like all really no, pretty. You don't know that at all. It's no, so obvious. Oh, carry on, no. <laughs> Why didn't they get the Frogat guy? Yeah. Who gets mentioned? Who's to say we're not going to see Mr. Frogat at some okay. point? But, but, but we what, better see Mr. Frogat. Well, what I liked is the fact that it wasn't, they could have had like their own scene and then they could have cut to something but the fact yeah. they just ran up when there was like a panic on from the background characters and went you do that you get some medical things you do that rah, 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 and made them part of the yeah. group like that so I thought that was really cool so. I uh, heard that there was a scene that was cut out that was Paolo and Nikki getting their end away in oh, Jack's really? tent so the, Jack's tent? yes in uh, in Jack's tent but it's cut no, oh, but, but it's cut from the final show that's a bit harsh from Jack isn't well, it's it a bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do it in there yeah. for God's sake what, what would the time frame be so, about three hours the, the implication <laughs> being that they are having a relationship of some Okay, okay. So we'll, 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 we'll see how it goes. Okay, we've got another caller on the Lost line. Hello, Nick. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm very, very well. You've got a general theory about Lost, haven't you? I do. I think it's all about religion. I think all of the technological stuff in the last series was all a complete whitewash mm. to cover up the fact that it's all about purgatory, which is an old theory, but I think that the Hanzo Foundation and the Dharma Initiative are the modern form of religion, and wow. whereas the Catholic Church controlled religion in the past, this is a modern technological take on religion, and that all the losties are being tested. Like Test it, tested for what? Or things they did in their past lives. So this is a kind of limbo. And um, oh, we're I think not... the, pe- the people who died in the plane had, their li- had all their issues resolved in real life, but the people who survived still have to resolve their issues. Okay, let's let's see. We're not going back to the limbo theory. Are we sure we, we got rid of that? But Paul, what, what, what's your views on well, it? Well, it has been it has been stated several times that they're not they're not dead and they're not in purgatory. So, do you, but do you mean more like the theme of purgatory? Like like they are actually still alive, but they're being tested to join something. Is that what you mean? Or? Yeah, we don't know what lies beyond. But this is it's in the real world. But this is how they're being tested to okay. see which way they should go. Oh, but th- with that employ, what do you think? They're special people of some kind. Like it's a very expensive way of testing people. There's like you know thousands of dollars being spent on on doing what with these people it is, I think they've got unlimited resources and I think that the others have worked out what's going on and they're trying to escape it Tom uh, anything you want to say to Nick no none wow controversial <laughs> uh, Nick uh, listen anything else before we go uh, another sub theory yeah or sub theory okay this is like a oh, Venn diagram of theories now yeah. okay fit? Yeah. slightly aside I'm pretty convinced that the others are actually not on the island I think they are actually living in suburbia Ooh. and that they have a portal that leads to the island. Uh, it's all good, yeah, I like that, that whole kind of living on another island, but the whole portal thing kind of... 
Did he? Oh, Portal. Yeah. I thought, oh, wait, I, well, he said Portal, Portal. I wasn't quite sure what he was saying. Portal. Yeah. And, and how do they travel t- through this uh, interdimensional? Don't in, don't encourage him, obviously. Nick, I'm going to have to say goodbye to you now. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye. He was a nice fellow, but he was talking absolute rubbish. I think he's absolute talking, cobblers. Yeah, he's I'm not having from, uh, any of that. If you want to call us on the Lost Line, send an email with your phone number and some bits and pieces about yourself and what you want to talk about to Lost at skyone.co.uk. Okay, very quickly, in one sentence, sum up what you've learnt from episode three, Paul. Desmond knows far more than uh, I think even he knows. There's something seeping into his brain which um, he's freaking out about, which is, uh, I think, going to seed some exciting stuff coming up. Seed some exciting stuff. Tom, in one sentence, what what have you learnt Uh, from episode three? That Locke is back in town Mm -hmm. and ready to lay the smack down on the others once he's sorted out his own mess. I think we're going to see a Steven Seagal type Under Siege 2 attack on the other side. Oh, no, no, uh, Under village. Siege 2, not, not, no, not number 2. Listen, uh, Geeky Tom, always uh, a pleasure to see you. Uh, Paul, thanks very much. Governor. Uh, don't forget, episode 4 of Lost is Sunday at 10pm on Sky 1, with a repeat performance the following Wednesday at 10pm, also on Sky 1, and another fail-safe repeat every Friday, 9pm on Sky 2. Watch them all. That's what I'm going to do. We're back next week looking at episode four right after it's been on the telly. Now, if you want to find out more about Lost and about us and about everything else, uh, you can go to the website, which is skyone.co.uk forward slash Lost. You can see exclusive cast interviews and news, character descriptions and updates. There's also a Lost show discussion forum. Have you been on there? Yeah, yeah. may have taken a few uh, peeks. Are you, are you, do you post as, uh, under a pseudonym? Or do oh, you post yeah. as Geeky Tom? Well, I'm not, I won't say anything, but I... There's, uh, there's a kinky Tom on there. I'm definitely on the forum, that's Wow, okay, say. well that's worth the hunting down. Uh, there's also an exclusive clip of episode four, and you can see video of when I met the cast in Los Angeles, which is in the United States of America, that's right. I'm Ian Lee, join us again for the next edition of The Lost Initiative, the official download radio show for fans of Lost in the UK. Namaste. The Lost Initiative is a co production for Sky One.